advertising that happens on the mobile phone exclusively, which is kind of online as well. But what I'm trying to say here is, uh, apart from competing for eyes and ears, we're also competing for dollars, rands and euros. And that's just reality we have to face, so we better get ready for it. What about Facebook? How important is Facebook? In 2014 already, that's three years ago, 80% of all the radio listeners in the US had every other day had contact to their favorite radio station on Facebook. On Facebook in 2014. I didn't find newer numbers, I'm afraid, but I believe that if it was true in 2014, it's probably true in 2017 as well. Now, how many of these people have gone to the website of a radio station? Not many. Half of the so-called P1s of the, of the radio station have not gone to the website ever. The P1 is a person whose first choice is your radio station, a super fan. Right? They're these people who are asking for autographs and who are standing there when you're doing events looking stupid. You know who I am. You see them right in front of you right now. These people at that time then, have, half of them have never, ever, never, ever gone to your station's website. Again, we can argue the numbers, we can argue back and forth whether it's still like this today, but I think the trend is fascinating. Because in rough words, this would mean forget your website, go to Facebook. I would not advise you to do that, but if half of your P1s have never seen your website, but all of your listeners, or 80% of your listeners, every other day go to your Facebook page, this is probably where your focus should be. My mantra, wherever I go, is you need to forget that you're a radio station. You're a social brand. You're about human interaction. Of course, radio is the core of what you do, is where the money comes from. It's, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying stop broadcasting, quite the contrary. What I want what, I, what my mantra is, what I think people need to understand more, is that the biggest social media in the world is the radio, because it's all about human interaction in whatever way. In young audiences, this means lots of music. In more intellectual audiences, older audiences, this may mean news and talk. Whatever it means exactly, but it's about human interaction. If you, start, if you stop interacting in a human way, you start losing listeners. It's that simple. So you're a social brand. If you're a social brand, you have to follow what comes with being a social brand. You're a social brand with a radio license, basically, which is great because other social brands have nothing. You have a radio license. Now, if you're a social brand, in my book, this is basically the ecosystem in which you are moving. And whatever your strategy is, and whether you're young or old or hot or laid back, or whether old jacaranda or young jacaranda, um, this is the ecosystem which you need to play according to your, um, to your brand promise. Podcasting. I believe in podcasting big time, but podcasting is not recorded radio. Podcasting is a lean forward experience of radio. You decide that you want to listen right now, and then you decide you listen to this particular content, and you listen to it in an in a active way, start, middle, usually up to finish. Listening to the radio is completely different. You jump into something, you have a doodle in the background most of the times, 
um, and you go out when you have something else to do. It's a completely different usage. This is why it's not good to put radio programs on podcasting. All right? It's a good idea to put interviews on podcasting. It's a bad idea not to edit them. When I was working for a station called Energy, it was a young, hip radio station, we were not able to play big chunks of interviews. Right? You would have Ed Sheeran in the studio, and all you could play on air was a few pieces of 20 seconds, maybe 30 seconds. So what did we do? We cut all the interviews together, make it sh sound like one interview, and put it on podcasting. Did it sound good? No, it didn't, because nobody bothered editing the big interview. You're still, there's still work to do. It's not enough to take what you have and throw it on podcasting because people will listen all the time. Quite to the contrary. To have somebody listen to somebody talk for 10 minutes is much harder work than to have somebody listen to talk for 30 seconds. Particularly when they know that the thing will be over after 30 seconds and the next Lady Gaga, Adele or Ed Sheeran will be on then. Right? So podcasting, is, some, is podcasting something you should do? I strongly advise you, if, if possible, yes, but you should play it according to what your brand promise is. If you're a young station, hot, music-driven, your podcasting may look completely different than to what you do when you're, an, say, an adult station or a talk station or a news station. Podcasting is hyper-important. Radio, obviously. Social media, as in Facebook and Instagram and whatever else there is, Snapchat for Europe, um, is hyper-important. And, uh, and then obviously you need to play your brands and events and promotions. That's the old school uh, and off-air um, as well. This is the ecosystem. And from a strategic point of view, what your um, brand should do is basically define what it means to be this brand in either of these, in any of these um, sub-markets. Why do people share stuff on Facebook? I have spoke about this briefly yesterday and I want to re-emphasize it because I think it's highly important on how we make radio. People share stuff on Facebook mostly because they want to tell the world how great they are. It's true. There's nothing wrong with it. We're, we're, we're all egos. You know, it's important for us to, to, to be in the world and, uh, and that's why they do it. You know, if you go to my Facebook page, it's all about my work or it's bashing Donald Trump. Why? Because I think both of it is good for me. I think it's good if people know that I think Donald Trump is dangerous and sick, and I think it's good for me if people see that I'm doing good work. That's why I do it. And I think it makes me look cool. Much cooler than I actually am, but who cares? Imagination. Imagination is stronger than knowledge. Heard that one? Imagination is stronger than knowledge. This is why we fall in love. I won't go into this, but it's true, but it's true. Second reason why we share stuff on Facebook, in a, in a philosophical sense, we want to help or explain the world. We, will wanna, we wanna show others, not only that we're great, but also that we know something that might help explain, give them a help, a hand in the world that we face today. This may be very simple things, give them a laugh. This may be very complicated things, as in here is a how-to video that I found um, on solving a certain problem that I think is good. And the last thing why we share stuff is emotion. I could talk all day about emotions because my personal belief is that emotions rule the world. Um, all that is really important is emotions. Um, if emotions weren't ruling the world, nobody would be smoking. Nobody. Because everybody knows it's killing you. So why would you? If you're not suicidal, why would you smoke? And if you are suicidal, there are better ways to do it. So, 
um, I'm not saying it's a good idea, I'm saying I'm trying to find a good example and saying that if, if this were all rational decisions, uh, nobody would be smoking. The, the world is ruled by emotion. This is why we have children, this is why we fall in love, this is why we get married, this is why we take the jobs we take, this is why we look the way we look. At the end of the day, this big decisions, small decisions are made by emotions. Emotions are often based on what we think are facts, but one of the most dangerous words, words in the world is reality there are several of them. I won't go into this either, but emotions rule the world. So we share because we, we want to touch on emotions or because we have been touched on an emotion. Can be a bad emotion too. See Donald Trump. Now, very briefly, as this is called the digital toolbox, if you were a class and this were the blackboard, uh, here's what I would have you write down. If you're a, a social brand in... in uh, in, in, in the radio. I shall not put stuff from on-the-air program onto social media one-on-one -on -one unless it's seriously fantastic. Usually, usually, stuff from on-air is on-air for a reason and there's no reason to put it on social media. Also because on social media things look completely different. And to give you a tease, I will contradict myself within about five minutes now. However, having said that, don't put stuff from on air just on Facebook saying it was great on, it was great on the air, it'll be great on Facebook, usually it's not. <clears throat> I shall think social first, because if it's social, it'll work on the radio. I explained yesterday, and I just, it's just a tip, if you're doing talk in the morning, no matter which format, try out your topics in the evening on Facebook, before. If it works, you'll find it out. If it works, you can even find people in the evening that say good things, that you can contact yourself and, 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 and call them or ask them, can I call you tomorrow at 7.05? This is an interesting view. Would you like to be on the air? Some of them will say, no, I don't want to be on the air. I'm actually embarrassed. Okay, then don't. Then I'm going to call someone else. But you know what? The great callers don't call by coincidence at 7.05 when you need them. So... Um, prepare for that and social media are fantastic for this. If you think social first, if you think what's good for Facebook, the chances that you hit on something that's good for on the air are way above average. I shall only think, go, say things on air that would not embarrass me if they were written on Facebook on Instagram. This is a rule of thumb that works this way, not the other way around. But if you only say things that would not embarrass you if you had them on Facebook, you will make good program. What you say on the air will be good because it will be shareable and emotional and interesting and it won't be blah blah if I may say that that way. Right? Last one class. <laughs> I shall not worry about what the story is. I shall be fully devoted to how I tell it. If there's one thing you take from this session, I know it's called the digital toolbox but it's true on digital as much and even more maybe as it is in the real world it's all in the how not in the what winner stations decide on the what what they do next morning what do we do tomorrow they decide on that within five minutes because it's obvious it's or pretty obvious if you're trained a little what's the challenge is how exactly do we do it how do we make it social how do we make it engaging how do we make it emotional how do we let people share it 
Share it can also mean one friend saying to the other or one colleague saying to the other. Did you hear that this morning on XYZFM? That's sharing, right? So how do you do it? How, do you, how exactly do you tell the story? Do you have the newscast coming in, giving you all the information? Do you call someone who has been a victim? Whatever it is. I want to re-emphasize that. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll re-emphasize that in a second. Now here's the contradiction to what I just said. Don't put what you do on the air on social unless it's seriously fantastic. Who knows this guy? This is a guy called, I don't know his real name, his, his name is Broadway Bill Lee. He does the drive time show on CBS in New York, one of the biggest... The Friday Free Ride with Broadway Bill Lee. Me. 101.1. Right? Uh-oh. I think we just want an all-expense-paid trip to someplace a little too hot. You got to throw your work on the floor, head straight for the door, and it doesn't matter if the boss is sore. You throw back your head and you roar. It's Friday! I am out of here, Broadway! Pour me a beer! Okay. This clip is 20 seconds. Is that fun to watch or what? I think it's great. When I saw that, I shared it and I said, if this were still radio, I'd still be a DJ. I'm not saying I would be as good as him, but still, you know. My point, my point is this. This is what was on the radio being put on social Facebook, on social media, on Facebook. But it's truly fantastic. How much does that tell you about this brand? Loads. I mean, the guy's what, 50? Maybe 55? Maybe he's 48 and it was a hard party animal earlier. But, you know, what I'm trying to say is that tells you such a lot about this brand. And this thing got shared I don't know how many thousand times. Just because he's rhyming, because he's full of energy, and this is just him opening his show. You know, in his show log, it says, show opener. Uh, sell the contest. That's all there is. They, they, they don't tell him it, there's rhyme. They don't tell him, say, me, I'm Bill. You know, they're not, they're not standing in his show opener. It's all in the how he does it. Why is it truly fantastic? It's fantastic because of the how he does it, not because he's opening his show. So, here's my drast most drastic example advocating for the how. It's like in sex. Everybody knows how to do it. Oh, ish. <laughs> but that's my point exactly. The magic is in the how. The magic is in the how. Technically, a friend of mine says, Technically, it's always too fast and the movement is ridiculous. And that's true. But it's in the how. You know, that's where the magic comes from. It's all in the how. It's the same with radio. Isn't that a beautiful comparison? Radio, social media, sex. It's all the, all the things you really need. But in fairness, the magic is in the how. It's not about doing this or that. I'm not going to go into the details. You know what I mean. It's in the how. And it's the same with social media. So if there's one thing you take away from here, the magic is in the how. Now the first tool you need, in my view, is a social media strategy. You put t topics on ta Facebook first, you understand what's sharing, what's working as a share, as a share um, medium, as a share message, as a share story. See how it works and who participates. Draw content from that for your own air and use it on the air then. I strongly believe that when you understand that you're a social brand and not only a radio station, 
this is the way you should um, work on your content. It takes courage as well, because it means that we, in our arrogant heads, thinking that we know what our audience wants, are always wrong. It'll take, it'll take you a while to find out what actually works on social media, be it Facebook or Twitter or whatever is good for you. Number two, hardware you need is nothing. All you need to do is do a tutorial on how Facebook statistics work, how, how Twitter works, um, where you get the stats. But that's seriously, that's a day investment and then you know. It's just a matter of logging in, playing around, finding the data. What I'm also advocating is that you learn how to do video. Not because I think a radio station is a TV station without pictures. That's rubbish. I don't believe that at all. But social media is visual. It's about pictures. It's about video. Here's the good news. Everybody can do it. Because all you need is once again our magic gadget, the phone. Um, I'm a big fan of what is called mobile journalism or video storytelling. And one of the key things, one of the key things that we are learning these days is that you don't need no more big cameras, broadcasting trucks, thousands of rands or euros of money just to shoot a few seconds and that you need big programs to edit uh, all these things. You don't need that at all. All you need is a phone and the right app, in this case an app I like, which is called Filmic Pro. It costs 20 euro. Uh, it's a professional, it basically turns your phone into a professional camera because you can regulate exposure and, 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 um, and light and stuff uh, and, and use it in a, in a, in a professional way. Um, there, is a, there is a website, it's called Epic Tutorials. I have nothing to do with them, I'm not making money off this. I'm, I'm just giving you a tip to go there. They teach you exactly that. To use Filmic Pro is free. The, the tutorial for Filmic Pro is free on Epic Tutorials. Go there, have a look. It takes you an hour to watch it. You'll, you'll know everything about this app afterwards and you'll be able to do films. You don't need to study filmmaking for five years. You can, but you don't have to. The only, the only important gadget you need, apart from this, is maybe at some point, don't start with it, but at some point what you need is a gimbal. A gimbal is a thing like this which puts the, the mobile into a stand so, it, so the pictures don't shake. They stay stable. Even if you move the hand, they still stay stable. Which means that you can do things like this with your mobile phone and it, looks really, it really looks Hollywood. It looks like you're zooming into something and stuff. That's all you need. And then you need uh, uh, an app for editing. Uh, I like, I like uh, an app called Luma Fusion, which is this one here, Luma Fusion, but there are several. Start on, on, on an editing software. If you are a Mac user, start on iMovie. It's easy. It's easy. All you have to do is sit down and play around for a few hours. Or you go to Epic Tutorials, pay a few bucks and get, get educated yourself. It's literally, maybe it's $10 or, or $15 to get, the, to get the tutorial. And then you have all the theory you need inside of you and you can watch it a hundred times until you really got it. And all you need to do then is try out. And well, you need a microphone. I'm at a radio conference. I don't have to tell you that because the microphone in here usually is not good, not good enough, but it even, even that works, right? So to, to make video, I want to demystify the fact that making video, professional video, I'm not talking about 
shaky pictures from Granny's uh, birthday party. I'm talking about video. I can't show you the video I showed in the other in the other session because this Mac, uh, this laptop, sorry, doesn't show it properly. But let me just tell you that there are public radio, public TV stations in Europe that use um, footage that is produced this way, and they don't air it somewhere; they air it in prime time. I can show you on my on my iPad later on if you're interested. It's prime quality; it's no problem. It's all a matter of doing it and learning it, failing five times, and you'll have it. Video is key in social media, right? Podcasting is not social media. Podcasting is niche, which is not bad, but it's a different thing. So one more time before I finish. Podcasting, special niche, very important, depending on your format, how you do it. Radio, of course, you have the license. This is where you should focus. Social media, meaning another social media outside of radio in digital and the old school stuff as in events, promotions, off air and so forth. And you should know how to play your brand in events and promotions and off air and so forth. Right? That'll be all from me for now and I'm happy to answer some questions. Thank you. Thank you so much, Martin. Sure. Um, we've come to the end of the session with Martin. If you guys have any questions, we're going to be taking about three, four max. Any questions? Thanks, thanks, Martin. Hi. How do we move uh, from the third world mentality into this space? Because basically, when you're in South Africa, you really need to think future, but co be considerate of those people that are still struggling along with the yes. issue of um, yes. social media and stuff like that. Yes. Because predominantly, our people are still yes. glued on the FM, on the AM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so how do we take our people to that future? It's a very, very good question. Um, first, the good news is Europeans, the so-called first world, whatever that means, they are struggling with this as well. I'm working a lot in Europe, and when I tell people that, they're saying, but I'm a radio guy, what am I supposed to do with a video camera? The mentality is the same. The second, Bono from U2 got an award some, one day for human rights efforts. And he said something really great. He said, free your mind and your ass will follow. Um, so, he's a good guy. So, um, so, it all happens up here. If your mentality is, I'm a radio DJ and this is what I'm going to do, and I'm not going to use my private phone to use for some social stuff, even though it's good, then that's your mentality and then you're responsible for that. What I would encourage you to do is find people who break the law, who break the rules, who don't think that way. Um, it's all about the people. I said yesterday, and I'm happy to say it again, if you're a manager of a radio station, a program director, a boss of some sort, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you need your people more than your people need you. Right? So you go find the people that break the rules. Go find that DJ that doesn't have the perfect voice, but that is a geek on Twitter. And make him promise that he will be a geek on Twitter even if he's inside the radio station. Right? Now, your question is fantastic because it hits on basically my topic, and I'm, I'm doing nothing but that. How do I bring classic 
traditional media into this ecosystem, into this world. It's very complicated, there's no easy answers, but it starts with find the people, either they are with you, and you, have them, you take them out the station for a beer at night or for a lunch or however you reach them and teach them that the world is changing and that you want them to run with you and be, be, be different from yesterday. Let tomorrow be different from yesterday. But it's not easy. You're going to lose people on the way and you're going to have to find new people and it all happens up here. It's, it's, it's a process. It's really difficult. But the first step is to understand that it is a process. I'm not coming here with a, you know, big European magic wand who knows everything, who teaches you Africans how to do it. That's by far not where I'm from. What I'm saying is, the world is changing, mine, yours, whether it's up in Europe or down here, and the best way to tackle this is, the first step is not to neglect it's happening, and get the people who help you play around with it, and don't be scared, play around with it. Screw up a hundred times. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, well, see, you know what? I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. Um, life is like that. Life is like that. And it's very easy for me to say, play around. Yeah? In an ideal world, in an ideal world, your boss understands that. Not say, I don't know your boss, but in an ideal world, and there's another thing. A good boss will always listen to a good employee. So whether your boss is or not, I don't know, but some of your bosses will be good. And some of your bosses, if you take them for lunch, that's a surprise already. Hey boss, can I take you for lunch? What? It's usually the other way around. Aha! Uh -huh. But then you have their attention, you know? And try and advocate. It's a, it's, it's a, long, it's a long distance run. But there will, you will find bosses who say, this is all rubbish, and if I ever hear the word Facebook again, I'm going to fire you. And there are bosses who will say, maybe there's something to it. And the last thing you can do is give them my card, and I'll do some work for you. Any other questions? No? Okay. Thank you so much, Martin. Thank you so much. I'll be around all day, so if you want to chat, hit me. Thanks.